Hi everyone, it's Mark Dent from Law Trades, and welcome to this week's edition of 10 Minute Legal News. As always, I'm going to be discussing three stories. Uh, we're going to be talking about probably something that you have heard about, the biggest antitrust actions that we've heard in years uh, were just sort of launched last Friday. I'll also be discussing Ohio wanting to take Google back to the era of the landline. And, and then finally, um, about the music industry targeting a new um, app that uh, helps children create video games, strangely enough. But let's start with the biggest story of not just this week, but of, of probably quite some time. And that is Congress coming out with five bills that are specifically targeting uh, the biggest tech companies in the United States. Um, obviously, that being Apple, Amazon, Google, and Facebook. So, um, you know, there's five bills, uh, and, and these have all just been sort of uh, introduced at this point. So not passed, not anything like that. It's, it's just at the beginning stages. But there's a lot in them. And to really kind of, I'll, I'll really kind of break them down into what the actual practical effects would be if they did pass. So um, here's about four or five of, of sort of like the, the biggest things that we could potentially see uh, from these bills. Uh, number one, Apple would lose some of its power for controlling pricing and payments on the App Store. As we know, Epic, the uh, video game maker, uh, just was in court with Apple for this very thing, and uh, and now, um, you know, the federal government is is getting involved. Uh, secondly, uh, Amazon would lose some of its ability to prioritize its own products uh, on its own website. As, as we know, when we go to Amazon, uh, there's a lot of Amazon stuff, and then a lot of third-party sellers. Uh, that have products available, and Amazon oftentimes will uh, make their things more apparent, and that would not be allowed anymore. Um, perhaps the uh, the biggest of all is that acquisitions by any of the largest tech companies would face greater scrutiny than they do now, and this would particularly be the case when it involves a smaller startup uh, that is competitive with the bigger company. So where in the past we have seen not a whole lot of uh, opposition, for instance, when Facebook uh, bought Instagram or when Google uh, bought YouTube and uh, different kind of transactions like that, uh, we would probably start to see uh, a little bit more, um, you know, a little bit opposition in, in those cases. Uh, a couple more changes that could happen are that Amazon and Google might actually have to divest some of their products, uh, potentially like YouTube from Google. And then finally, Facebook would conceivably have to loosen uh, its uh, data collection and, and data storage practices, which is obviously the kind of backbone of its entire business and at least, uh, you know, profit model. Uh, so these, um, remember, are bills in Congress. They are not lawsuits. We, we've also seen plenty of lawsuits from various states and from the Department of Justice along the antitrust lines, and those lawsuits could take you know years and years to wind through court because these are bills i mean they could conceivably pass within a few months or a year or something like that and interestingly enough there is bipartisan support for a lot of these bills so it, it's entirely possible that in the next year or couple of years 
uh, some of those changes that I just discussed uh, could happen, although they could, of course, be watered down in the process as the bills do go through Congress. But either way, uh, this is this is definitely uh, the biggest move yet against uh, major tech companies by the federal government. All right, moving on uh, to the second story. Um, you know, kind of hard to move on after something that big. But uh, now we're going to go back to these sort of state level kind of antitrust actions we're seeing, which is uh, this week, uh, because it seems like one happens now every week, it involves Ohio. Uh, and so decades ago, as, as you legal historians may recall, uh, American states uh, used to have um, just one phone company, one electric company, uh, one sort of railroad uh, company. And uh, the states would heavily regulate them because there was essentially they were basically a monopoly. And so Ohio now wants to do this for Google. They're more or less saying that an Internet search engine should be the same that like, say, AT&T uh, or whatever sort of regional phone company used to be in like the 80s. Um, Dave Yost, the attorney general there, fought a lawsuit against Google last week. And, and basically what it does is it is it seeks to make a Google a common carrier. And uh, as a common carrier, Google would not be able to prioritize its own products in search, you know, such as YouTube and Maps. So uh, that actually has a little bit in common with some of the bills uh, that have just been put forth by the federal government. But anyway, this is, of course, uh, just Ohio. Um, Google not having this, as you could imagine, they have said uh, that this lawsuit, uh, if it were successful, would just make search results worse for consumers in the state of Ohio. And this lawsuit, it sounds like, probably doesn't have a lot of legs. One antitrust expert uh, told the New York Times that uh, Ohio would have a very difficult time uh, proving uh, Google as a common carrier. Um, so, final story uh, this week, which involves music. And obviously, when I was growing up, and I assume when many readers here were growing up, we were in the early days of the music industry, getting angry about unlicensed content and sharing and downloading and everything like that uh, because of things like Napster, LimeWire, and Kazaa. So the new target now for the music industry is something called Roblox. Now, Roblox is an online gaming platform that is largely popular with children. It's been around since 2004, uh, but its popularity has exploded in the last couple of years. It made uh, somewhere over $500 million in revenue in 2020, um, which was, I think, around 60 or 70% higher than what it made in 2019. So Roblox basically, it, it lets their users create their own video games and then share them with other users. Now, as part of the uh, ability to create their own um, games, users can also upload songs uh, to be used in those games. So um, there's a library of of, of largely like user um, you know user generated songs as well as songs from popular artists that have been uploaded by users. So Roblox is basically hosting this library of songs, at, at least according to the lawsuit from the music industry. Um, and some of them are not licensed. Like you'll find Ariana Grande songs on there, Imagine Dragons songs in there, and they'll be in the video games. So the National Music Publish Publishers Association, which is what I mean uh, when I refer to the music industry here, ha has basically sued saying that Roblox has a bunch of unlicensed content. And not only that, they went a step further. 
Um, and this is a, a pretty, pretty hardcore quote here. Um, but, but in the lawsuit, the National Music Publishers Association uh, wrote that Roblox, quote, actively preys on its impressional user race and their desire for popular music, teaching children that pirating music is perfectly acceptable. So, yeah, they are calling this um, some pretty hardcore pirating, and not only that, basically teaching kids how to pirate. Um, and so the music industry, as we know, uh, not just from the Napster and Kazaa days, uh, has, has really been very litigious. And this could just be a sign of Roblox hitting the big time. In recent years, the music industry has also gone after YouTube and Twitch, and, and they've had to make settlements uh, because of copyright issues regarding music. Well, that's it uh, for this week's edition. Uh, it was great talking with y'all, and we will uh, chat again next week.